what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Good morning, Meredith. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. It was hard to get through uh, this week's episode, which was not a normal episode. It was the the men tell all where they bring back all these dopey fellows and they get close to strangling one another. Yeah, at least you know we we podcast on Wednesdays. This for whatever reason was on Monday night, which is not what we're used to. And it was from 9 to 11, so I did not watch it live. I decided to give myself you know, some time off, you know, the ability to skip through the commercials, and it was still painful without commercials. Agreed. You know, I was watching it. I, I watched on Monday night. I, I was a little behind, so I didn't have to watch all the commercials. But, uh, yeah, it was not time well spent. But we can, we can try to point out I, – I, I found a couple of highlights – a lot of lowlights, and we can make some interesting observations, perhaps. Well, before we get into that, a quick housekeeping note from Bachelor Nation. AB, you know how a couple weeks ago I told you that they were planning on doing back-to-back Bachelor seasons? I think so, yes. Well, ABC has put the axe to the back-to-back Bachelor seasons, which you know I think that they listened to us, heard that we didn't really want that. So they're no longer doing that. We're going to have Clayton's season and now ABC's currently casting for a season of The Bachelorette to start filming in March, which is going back to our regular schedule. You know, things are getting normal over here again. So so we're so I know that Clayton season starts on January third. Correct. Which is not that far away. It's not like we're gonna get a long break between this season and and Clayton season. And then in March they're coming back with a bachelorette season. In March, they'll start filming it. Oh, they'll start filming it. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So usually we get a bachelorette season towards the end of May. We get it in the summer. So we're going to get you know around a two, two and a half month break in between bachelor and bachelorette, it seems like. Sounds good. I look forward to that. <laughs> yes. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. But uh, we don't have a break now. We've got to dive into the men tell all and all of the manufactured drama that came with it. And, and isn't that the question in that, uh, I guess, when, when you and I started watching this show, I was naive. Maybe you were not. I don't know. And and I would you, you would always try to figure out how much of this might be real and how much of this is driven by producers or, as you would say, manufactured. And there was some weird stuff going on uh, during this show um, that we can talk about. But my perhaps my biggest highlight is, hey, don't tell Olu that he has a low IQ because he will come at you. And he was ready to strangle Chris. And I loved it. You know, so uh, Olu, Olu got a little bit hot. Chris is kind of a jerk. And... I don't know about you. I don't think you want to mess with Olu. No, Olu seems like he could, you know, demolish anyone in his path. And that man has a master's degree. So I've heard. I've heard. He, he was happy to tell us about that. Maybe Clayton could take Olu. But other than that, I think, uh, you know, that would be that would be a battle of the titans. But uh, 
Uh, Chris wanted no part of that. Chris didn't want any part of much of the men tell all. He didn't have much to say. He didn't want to comment on many things. And then we have the continued beef between Chris and Will. Peter and Will? uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Peter, Peter the pizzapreneur. Yes. And Will. uh, Thank you for correcting me. uh, Which at one point, uh, somebody comes in and serves Will with a subpoena for, we assume, writing bad reviews about uh, Peter's Pizza? Yeah, for personal defamation. Personal, whatever that may be. You know, you know, manufactured real, but ridiculous. Yeah, so, so that was out there. And we also have a streaker. That was definitely manufactured. Okay. No, I, I, I certainly hope so. It didn't look like... Uh, no one seemed too concerned about him. Call security, baby. Come on. <laughs> well, I one of my highs were the zingers that we were getting, I guess, really, that Will was sending to Peter. You know, he told Peter that if he really wanted to promote his pizza business, he should have gone on Shark Tank, not The Bachelorette. He told Peter to tell his sister to stay out of his DMs. Apparently, Peter's sister has been messaging Will. We don't know the context of that or the subject, but you know, there, there were some funny little zingers in there. That I think those were the few things that gave me a laugh during the episode. Peter does not seem to take uh, criticism or zingers very well, you know, and I think we saw that during the show where he. He trashed poor Will's uh, flight jacket, and you know he's—he seems to have some maturity issues. Yeah, it—it's just this is old news. We don't care about these this beef anymore. We've moved past it. We care about Nate versus Joe. Brandon, we don't care about you either. This—this this is what's really going on here. We don't need to keep backtracking to this silly drama that we've pushed out of our lives. Well, I I hate to say it, but I think I've exhausted any highlights that I had. I have two more. One, I enjoyed watching all the guys gang up on Jamie because I think Jamie blows chunks. He sucks. And I don't enjoy him at all. And so it was kind of nice to see all these guys that had been fighting the whole episode come together against a common enemy. Okay. And Jamie seems unable to answer any questions in a definitive type way. He he's seems very he, political. He should he's definitely great be in politician. politics. I agree. <laughs> I like how he starts every answers. Well, with, well, I think there are two things behind this. There are three things driving this. And, and, and then we get eye rolls from everybody, both in the audience and the other men saying, uh, we have to listen to this guy jabber on again. Mm-hmm. My only other high was that I enjoyed the butter sculptures that we got to see, you know, a, a clip from that farm group date. And I liked Nate's commentary on everyone's sculptures. And and everyone seemed to have pretty bad butter sculptures, which to be fair, I think that you and I would not have the best sculpture if we were given a 90 pound block of butter. But I, I thought that was amusing. I'm, I'm sh- shocked that uh, no one sculpted a penis, but maybe they just didn't show that to us. Blake Moynes isn't on this season. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's my highs. Well, you had more than me. <laughs> my lows, this is a big one. 
Romeo jumping on the bleached hair bandwagon. This was a bad move for me. You're not pro-bleached hair, at least for men? I think, well, you know, that the bleached top that we had going on with Martin and one other guy, I think I was very vocal throughout this season how much of a bad look it was. And then Romeo does it too. I don't know much about Romeo, but I think he's the one that went to Harvard, and I think he's smarter than that. Okay. All right. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an old guy, you know, I'm just trying to take in, you know, these days with the bleach top, that seems rather insignificant <coughs> compared to all the tattoos and, and various things people have all over the place. So I'm not that worked up over that, but okay. Okay. My other low, <laughs> I don't even know if this is a low or not, but I think I recognized less than half of the men that were at the men tell all. I have no idea who a majority of those guys were. They told us the names, still didn't ring a bell. Were these men on the season? And, and I get the sense there were other men on the season for a very short period of time that didn't even make it to this show. Well, you know, usually we don't need the guys that went home night one, night two, night three. And it seemed like we had a lot of them, supposedly, because I don't remember these guys. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. You know, you know, why are we doing this? You know, I mean, we're we're just uh, selling more Verizon phones or or whatever. I think uh, it's it's all it's all just for the ads. And my last low. This is actually a sad one. Tasha talking about her breakup with Zach. She really didn't give us much information. She told us that she's heartbroken and that they tried really hard, and she still loves him. But this is a true American tragedy. And, and I, I also had this as a low just because of the way the whole thing was presented where Caitlin says, oh, we have to stop here and, and take this road to nowhere and sort of uh, see what's going on with Tasha, which I'm sure... I, I, I won't say it's manufactured. I sort of assume it's in in the script to some degree of we're going to talk about this. Um, and Tasha gets very emotional and, and that's certainly her prerogative and, and ultimately cries and, and has to leave the show for a little bit of time. So I don't know what to make of this. Uh, it just sort of felt like a, a sore thumb sticking out of a sore whatever, the whole body seems uh, broken at this point in time, but I didn't really see how this fit in with everything. Tasha seemed like a nice person. We enjoyed her when it was her season, Thought she did a good job. Uh, we, we wish her the best. And whether it's with Zach or some other person, we wish her the best. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yeah, I don't think that she was necessarily ready to talk about it. She didn't seem like she was ready to talk about it based off how emotional she got and having to take a break from hosting to pull herself together. But Neither Zach nor Tasha had made any statement about their breakup, and so it was understood that we were going to get Tasha talking about it for the first time on The Men Tell All, which was really the only reason I wanted to watch The Men Tell All, and I was a little disappointed by 
the lack of statement that we got from her. But, you know, hopefully as she has, as we move on, maybe we can get a little bit more into what happened with them. Now, were they, were they okay during the marathon? Did the marathon pull them apart? Who knows? And you're speaking of, they both ran in the New York city marathon. Yes. Which I think that you also reported that they were, Screaming at one another, or maybe Zach was screaming at Tasha during uh, during the math. The there, marathon? Had, there had been rumors that Zach might have been yelling at her to go faster, or run faster. Yeah, I, I mean, I already said it before. Exercising together in a relationship like that is just you're asking for trouble. Well, I, I, as as the, the some some early dad advice, it's okay to go for walks and and modest hikes with your significant other, but uh, you know if if you're going to get into serious uh, cardio, you that that can be an issue. Yeah, I don't think that Tasha signed on to be the bachelorette because she really wanted to marry a guy that would force her to run a marathon. Now, I, I wonder. I wonder if Michelle's listening to my advice, and that uh, to me, her attraction to Joe seems more athletic. But, uh, uh, but we'll still see. think that's a better choice than our player boy Nate. Anyway, um, I, I, I'm I'm concerned by our Clayton preview when it comes to low lights, in that we get a lot of kissing. He appears to be in love with lots of different girls, <laughs> lots of drama. And it's happening too quickly. You know, I, I wish I had a little more time off. This starts on January 3rd. So sometime over the holidays, I suspect you and I will be reviewing bachelorettes and and getting into that uh, mess. Yeah. The Clayton season, you know, he he seems like he's already really stepped in it as the lead. You don't tell multiple people you love them. If you sleep with multiple people, you probably shouldn't tell them all at the rose ceremony, which we saw in the clip like i don't think that he was on the show long enough to learn the proper procedures of being the lead and and i'm we'll save next season to digest and analyze this but it seems to me when you have fantasy suite week with multiple people there is a chance and i suspect this happened in previous seasons where people are intimate with more than one person so i mean i i you know, it feels like, you know, alarm bells and things are going off on this season or in Clayton season. We haven't seen Clayton season. We probably shouldn't even talk about Clayton season, but the whole preview just felt rather exhausting. <laughs> well, can't wait to watch it. January 3rd, 2022. Let's go. We're shilling for ABC now. So uh, last low light. Totally don't buy this whole Peter and Will burying the hatchet at the end of the program after they almost punched each other in the face. Uh, Peter uh, has a, somebody come in to uh, put a put a court summons on Will, and now at the end uh, they reach out and they're going to be buddies. No, no, no. Let's move along. You know, Peter's pizza really brings people together. Just it's it's well, peace pizza. Well, as if to prove uh, Will's, uh, uh, you should have it on Shark Tank. You're only there to promote your pizza. He brings out pizza for everybody at the end just to promote his pizza. But anyway, we we we've given Peter Peter away too much airtime. I can't imagine the pizza from Florida that he's saying he brought all the way to LA is still that good. <sighs> Moving along. Okay, my right reason. 
is Rodney. He is such a nice guy. He stayed out of the drama of the night, still had good things to say about the experience and Michelle. And like once the episode was episode was over, they kind of had showed everyone mingling and Rodney went up to Michelle and was so nice to her and wanted to do their little handshake again. He's just a nice guy. He was a breath of fresh air throughout the episode. And it looked like he uh, earned a ticket to Chlamydia Island. (laughs) Yes, I think that he probably has if he wants it. Well, I've got two right reasons for you. Number one, the ABC censors. They were busy. There were bleeps going on all over the place. Lots of bad words going on and, and they seem to keep up. So kudos to the ABC censors. And the other one, I, I got to tell you, I like Casey. He seems like uh, a good guy, an honest guy, sort of the truth teller of the whole bunch, calling people out and uh, telling people that they need to own it. So I, I, I kind of take my hat off to Casey. Yeah, I was surprised with how much Casey that we got in the episode. And I think I would have liked more of that Casey throughout the season. So, yeah. So anyway, I, he, he seems like a good guy to me. So, so go Casey. All right. My wrong reasons. This is a co-wrong reason between Peter, Jamie, Chris S. Will, Martin, you all suck. And I don't ever want to see you on my TV again. And I pretty much had the same thing. I just had bad guys to begin with. There is no redemption for any of them. Yeah. You know, I put uh, Chris, Peter, Martin, Brian, Jamie, I don't need to see them anymore either. And, and, uh, and I didn't feel like any of them, although they were all trying to apologize at the end, it all felt very hollow and, and enough with them. The other, the other wrong reason I had, somebody came from a previous season to promote Bachelor Live on stage coming soon to 40 cities near you. No, don't need that. Bad idea. Somebody, Bad that's things. Becca Kufer and she was a bachelorette. I'm just telling you, we don't need that. Yeah, I don't think that it's on my bucket list of things to see. They were doing this pre-pandemic, and I think it was pretty successful. As one of the guys mentioned on the show, our boy Brian with the notes that left night one, he was one of the bachelors on Bachelor Live. So he uh, you know, is familiar with the show. But I don't think I'm going to be going out of my way for that. I, I would I would much prefer to go to a, a, sh- a showing of celebrity mystery date, you know, and, and get to see my hero, Michael Bolton. But that's that's me. I think that you're making references that are too old for me. It was the show that they were following The Bachelor on for the whole uh, last season that's disappeared. This is really it was called a, Celebrity Mystery Date? Something like that. I don't know. Okay. Michael Bolton, Zoe Dashnell. I was fascinated. You hated that show. You you vocalize that often. But I couldn't look away. I miss it now. <laughs> All right. Are we good with our wrong reasons? I think I think we're as wrong as we can be. Okay. My MVP. I'm giving it back to Michelle. I don't really know why. It's just she called out Jamie for being two faced when it seemed like he was hoping she like wouldn't bring anything up if he just complimented and praised her. She kind of really dug into how much he sucked. Um She seemed to do well in a room full of exes, and I just didn't want to give it to any of the men. Not even Casey. Mm, No, he didn't do enough for me. Or Rodney. Rodney got right reasons. Okay. I I think those are the two only two guys that 
I might feel positively about after the show. I did. I did enjoy Rick when he he started giving his comments and Peter tried to go against him, and he's like, "Peter, no one cares, gives a shit about what you think anymore." That was good. I wasn't expecting it from my boy Rick. I, I I think you could probably see Rick somewhere in the Bachelor universe showing up again at some point. Yeah, I could definitely see Rick in Paradise. Unfortunately, I can see Peter and Will in Paradise as well. Hopefully, the ladies aren't interested in them, so we won't have to see them hang around for too long. Well, I won't be seeing that, but I'm sure you'll report back to me. <laughs> All right. Do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? The only thing I can say is, first piece of fatherly advice don't watch this show. Don't watch the men tell all show. Don't watch the women tell all show. Yeah, that's that's generational advice. Don't need to do it. We've given you what you need. Don't go back and watch it. It's, it's not a good use of your time. That's actually uh, some good daughterly advice that I'd like to give as well. From both of us, we say you can skip this one. Yeah. I, it's okay to apologize to people. You know, the, these these guys... Jamie and, and 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 Peter and Chris, they all seem to have a hard time apologizing. And, you know, it's okay to, you got to own things at some point in time and it's okay to say, I'm sorry. So, so, you know, let's, let's all work on that a little bit. Let's work on apologizing. It's okay to say, I'm sorry. It's okay to say I'm wrong. And, and what I will leave you with is advice that you have probably heard before, maybe our listeners have as well. And it, it came to me as as you and I were discussing, do we even need to do a podcast today with how awful the show is and, and the importance of consistency? And as I think I've told you before, much of success, I, I always say this, 50% of your success is showing up, being consistent. 40% is giving a damn and having some passion about it. And then that 10% is actually how much brains you actually have. 90% is showing up and caring. You can go a long way like that. So people, let's show up and let's care. Yeah. And we we show up and we care about The Bachelor here. Right. <laughs> um, I think that's all we have for today. You know, Next week, we're back to our regularly scheduled Tuesdays. We've got Fantasy Suites, which is always a nice, uncomfortable episode for the two of us to talk about. And then on the 21st, we have the three-hour finale. So exciting. You and I will be together to watch that one. Okay. Well, let's uh, forget all the holiday parties. We know where we'll be. Okay. Before we stop, I want your prediction for who goes home next week. So one person will go home next week? Yes. As much as I hate to say it, I think Brandon's going home and it ain't going to be pretty. I I concur. I think Brandon's going home as well. Next question. Do you think that Michelle will sleep with him before sending him home? I predict that she will not. Uh, I agree. He looks too much like a child to sleep with. Ouch. Poor Brandon. I think she'll she'll need some rest after her nights with Nate and Joe. Let's not even <laughs> get into that. Okay, okay. Let's thank the mesh and get out of here. All right, if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to comment, rate, subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We love, we'd like to thank the mesh for hosting our podcast and for our great producer, Moose, for always being here to listen to us talk about The Bachelor. Uh, so 
Join us next time here about fantasy suites from the right reasons and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.